Welcome to Oasis Podcast Sermons, where our call is to gather the scattered back into relationship with God. Holy Spirit, give each listener discernment, wisdom, and understanding as they desire to know you more. Speak to their hearts and continue to guide and direct them into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Enjoy. I'm Garrett, if you don't know me. Um, and I didn't know I was going to speak tonight. This is not my comfort zone, so bear with me. It's a little nerve-wracking. Um, but, uh, you know, just a positive in all that is I'm in a place of growth. I know that the most uncomfortable place that I can run towards is, is the place of growth and the people around me make me want to grow and be a better person and if the people around you don't do that for you I just you might be messing with the wrong people you might want to have another look around just saying. Um, so I need uh, four reading volunteers all right first Corinthians 14, 1 through 3. Chris? Yeah. We read that? Four, uh, first Corinthians 14. We're, yeah, we're going to go there first. Okay. Then we're going to go to Proverbs 16, 6. Then Hosea 6, 6. And we're going to end up in 2 Chronicles 29, 25 through 30. You got Second Chronicles, Chris. Yeah. You got First Corinthians. Dan, what do you got? Chronicles. Second. I got First Corinthians fourteen. <laughs> Who's got Hosea six six? I'll do it. Who's got Proverbs sixteen six? Okay. If we don't have one. I'll read it. Dan's got Proverbs. So, just the two things that the Lord put on my heart to bring tonight was, uh, gosh, intimacy, love-based intimacy, repentance as a component of love-based intimacy, and gifting as, as a byproduct of that intimacy. So, Chris, will you break us off? Yeah. 14, 1, 2, 3. 1 Corinthians 14, 1-3 Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries, but he who prophesies, prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comforts to men. Okay. <laughs> what it did? What's the take home from that? What is? What do you guys get? Why speak in tongues that no one can understand? Edifying others, encouraging others, loving others more important than edifying yourself. Okay. What was the first thing it said? Pursue love. Pursue love. When we love people, we know them. We're intimate with them. We're close with them. What's the second thing it said? Desire spiritual gifts. Some translations would say, earnestly desire spiritual gifts. Have a serious desire for his gifting. But 
Where, how do we get to that place? After we love. After we love. Yeah. Intimacy. Amen. He wants to know us. He wants us to love Him. He wants to love us. Yeah. It's a two-way street, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. When was the last time I want everybody to close their eyes and think of the last time that they gave a gift to somebody? Has everybody given a gift to somebody in here? Okay. Did you know the person? Raise your hand. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that was less than I thought. I thought everybody would think of the time that they gave a gift that they knew somebody. So, can I get the hands up again? Oh, okay. 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 So, so if we know someone and we give them a gift, that is based on our intimacy with that person, is it not? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's what I'm saying, a byproduct of intimacy is spiritual giftings. We will hear his voice in a loud, clear, and precise manner. That's when those things will be activated in our lives, and we'll be able to uh, use them for the purpose of edification, exhortation, and consultation. But what does that mean? Anybody? Edify. What does it mean? Lift your brother up. Build them up. Yeah. Exhort. Yeah. To draw them near to the Lord, right? Yeah. Consultation. To counsel. It's for other people. It's not for ourselves. It's not a selfish thing. It's not a thing where we get to flex on people because God gave us some cool gift, right? Right. But the point is, it's His gift to give. Yeah. Do you think He gives gifts? To people that don't know him, he may. So, let's go to Proverbs sixteen six. Pay attention to the theme. Hosea six six. Excuse me. For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice, the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. For I desire. Steadfast love and not sacrifice. The knowledge, the knowing, the intimacy of God rather than burnt offerings. What do you guys take from that? Like it's not our it's not our works. It's not our works. It's not performance based, right? He just wants to know us. He doesn't want us to perform for him. We're not his puppets. He wants to be in a relationship with us. Intimacy with us. So what did, what did that verse start out? What's the first thing it started out? I desire. What? Mercy. Mercy. And? Sacrifice. Not, not sacrifice. For I desire steadfast love. That's two. Love. First Corinthians, Paul said in his epistle letter to the, the church of Corinth, that pursue love. Now this is the Lord speaking through the prophet Hosea. I desire steadfast love. Man. That's so cool. I mean, for me, like I don't have to do anything. I just have to be in His presence. Like we were just a moment ago, 
soaking in his presence, basking in his presence, marinating in his presence. Yes. That's so good. I mean, I just have to just be. But it's relational, right? Like Corinthians says we need to pursue it, so that's my effort. Right. But then he desires it, so that's his effort, so it's actually a two-way street. Right. That's that's yeah. how we love other people, though, right? Yeah. That's where, that's where I'm going with all that, is it's oh, a two-way street that's not based on performance, right? It's based on intimacy. It's based on our love for him. It's based on his love for us. Yeah. Love pursues. All right, Proverbs 16.6. In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one parts from evil. Okay, mine says, by steadfast love. Anybody else got a different translation? It's Proverbs 16.6. Yes. Mine says, unfailing love. Unfailing love. So that's three pieces of scripture. Now this is Solomon. Solomon was obviously a prophet. If he is giving us scripture to the body of Christ for our edification, exhortation, and consultation. That's what we're reading his scripture that the Holy Spirit gave him, and he wrote it down on paper. And now it's edifying, building us up, right? Counseling us, drawing drawing us closer to God. So, Solomon, obviously a prophet. What do you guys get from this piece of Scripture? Not all at once. 16.6, Yeah. Read it again. In mercy and truth... Atonement is provided for iniquity. What does that mean? Um, like there was a price paid for. Yeah, it's uh, a price paid. Yeah, for it's our like sin. Yeah, our sin is forgiven. Through steadfast love? That sounds like intimacy again. His love for us? We're capable of love because he loved us first. Right? Steadfast is like a rock. Not moving. Yeah. And by the fear of the Lord, Solomon's big on fear of the Lord, right? What happens when you start to fear the Lord? Wisdom. 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 Knowledge. Intimacy. It's all interconnected. Do you guys see that? That's what I see. Yes. Fear of the Lord, one turns away from evil. The Holy Spirit convicts our heart about the sin that we live in. Yeah. And our heart, we, we turn. It's a, it's a movement from dark to light. From the devil to him. Based on intimacy. So where are we going with all this? It's about gifting. I want to talk about prophecy gifting based on intimacy. It happens when we become intimate with the Lord. Clarity in the prophetic word becomes overwhelming in our spirit 
when we repent, go away from the devil, towards the Lord, and we become intimate with Him. Does this speak to anybody's identity in Christ? Do you guys know who you are? Yes. Who are you? What else? Kings and priests. Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Prophets? Anybody? Or is that tongues, prophecy? We don't do that. That's uh, first century church stuff. Is that what we're saying? No. No. No, you had a word for a couple we prayed for last Sunday. Right. Yeah. And it was a corrective word. It was not a... It was not a fun word to deliver, right? It was not sunshine and roses. Right. It was like, hey, this isn't right. This is what I hear the Lord saying. And there was correction there. Well, that's a part of exhortation that we spoke about earlier. Exhortation yeah. is a part of building up and saying hard things sometimes. Yeah. Love doesn't always feel good, right? <laughs> Gosh, I can love somebody and set a healthy boundary with them like, oh, you're on drugs. I can't mess with you right now. That's a healthy boundary because the relationship is going to be volatile. Yeah. All right, let's go to Second Chronicles. And he set the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with psalteries, and with harps, according to the commandment of David, and of Gad the king's seer, and Nathan the prophet, for so is the commandment of the Lord by his prophets. And the Levites stood with the instruments of David, and the priests with the trumpets. And Hezekiah commanded to offer the burnt offering upon the altar. And when the burnt offering began... The song of the Lord began also with the trumpets and with the instruments ordained by David, king of Israel. Worship. And all the congregation worshipped, and the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded, and all this continued until the burnt offering was finished. And when they had made an end of offering, the king and all that were present with him bowed themselves and worshipped. Moreover, Hezekiah the king and the princes commanded the Levites to sing praise unto the Lord with the words of David and of the Sabbath, the seer. And they sang praises with gladness, and they bowed their heads and worshipped. Does anybody identify with that? that? Does that scripture do anything relational about what we've been talking about through Paul and Hosea and Solomon? Now we're uh, with Solomon's dad, David, and Hezekiah. Part of it confirms that there's a seer and a prophet that's actively working within the midst of them. Right. Uh, there's the burnt offering, which is representation of Christ's who yep. Christ is to come, and worship is a role and responsibility of us in response to, and as repentance built into the burnt offering. Okay. Anybody else? Sing praise unto the Lord with the words of David. We did that tonight. Right. Yeah. But what? But what's happening here? Like, situationally. They're in communion. The Levites are arranged. They are offering praise to the Lord. Burnt offering. Jesus is here. Right? We're glorifying his name. But there's direction from David and his prophets. Was it Ash? What's his name? Asoph the seer. Asoph the seer. A chose uh, prophet. The Hebrew word chose. Meaning visual prophet, one that dreams, one that has vision. 
So, the prophet, using his gifting, is directing the Levites in praise. Is anybody catching what I'm saying here? Yes. What What is the purpose, the purpose of prophecy? Is to point you to the Lord. Right. So he's directing them to the Lord. He's using, yes. my point is, he's using his spiritual gifting. Right? Yes. yes. Like everybody had a role. There was, this person was playing this instrument, this person was prophesying, this person was having dreams. Everybody had a role. Right. What does that look like? Does that look like something that we do? Like a body of Christ. Right. <laughs> it's about the collective Thank you. understanding of God's Word, how He speaks to us through His prophets, how we speak to Him, tongues, prayer, worship. Right. It's about intimacy. All those things are intimacy-based. But I just, I just have this question because I came here with this this feeling like somebody in this room tonight has a burning desire for the gift of prophecy. Does that call to anyone's identity? Does it call to anyone's spirit? Amen. Amen, sister. Okay, we got one at least. It should call to everybody's spirit because all these things are available to every person in the body of Christ. All the gifts. And we're desired. Yeah. Paul calls us to desire. Especially prophecy. So I'm just saying if you if you have a desire for prophecy, if you have a Desire. I encourage you to go back and read deeper into 1 Corinthians. Read about the spiritual gifts. If you don't know what kind of spiritual gifts you have, read about them. Ask the Lord. I think there are prophets around us right now that don't even know they're prophets. That's what I'm saying. That, that uh, I experience it all day, every day sometimes. Uh, people that prophesy into your life and they don't even have a clue what they're doing. They're just doing it because it's it's what's in them. And they don't they don't have a title. They don't have a they don't have a, they don't have anything. They they just they don't even have a clue. I guess is the best way to put it. There's there's two types of prophets in the Old Testament. There's two words. Chose is one. What's the other one? Nabi. N a b i y. I don't know if I pronounced it right. Verbal prophet. One that speaks. Isn't that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, because, like, for example, um, the girl, she's not here now, but she left, the, the young girl, at right? she, she grabbed me one weekend, and she just looked me square in the face. And I, I've had a problem, because, uh, you know, I, I, it's never good to start a conversation with somebody and say, uh, I know I'm crazy, but... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just not... Right. I'd been doing that, and I had to stop. She told me, she looked me right in the eye, and she said, oh my God, God wants me to tell you that you're not crazy. Right. And um, it spoke volumes. Yeah. It, it was like uh, somebody used a, 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 a microphone, like a big loud blaster in my face. It, right. just, it spoke volumes. And then um, people, like uh, today, for I was at church, it's, uh, a, a guy... Basically spoken in my life, 
and uh, said things to me that I haven't heard for years and years. And so, like, um, I don't know if they know they are. Maybe they know they are. Maybe they don't. But um, without that, I wouldn't be coming who I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when I say becoming who I'm becoming, um, it's something I guess that I already am. I just yeah. don't know it yet. Um, just like them, I guess, if they don't know it uh, And without each other, without them, I wouldn't. I would still be thinking about the past rather than looking to the future. Interesting that you say the future. That's uh, typically what the prophet's cry is, is for the future. Repentance cry I'd be for the, the future. And instead of looking to the future, what they've spoken in my life, it's given me something to look forward to rather than uh, continuing to look back. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I just feel like for me, my my heart's cry. Gosh, I want that. Yeah. I want those gifts. Those gifts are available available to me. Paul says it. Right. So have a serious desire. Yeah. It is the Holy Spirit speaking through us as the vessel to yeah. minister to his children. It's nothing we do. He does it all. Yeah. We're just available. We just have an earnest desire. We just have intimacy with him. And this is a byproduct of our intimacy. Yeah. And that's all I'm trying to do today is encourage you yeah. to get more intimate with the Lord. Amen. Get deeper. Have an earnest, serious desire for his giftings. Yeah. And he'll cement those into your identity that's rooted in Christ. I just want to read this last thing. This is a piece of um Strong's about what we just read in 2 Chronicles. David set aside sons of Asaph, Haman, and Jeduthun to serve as prophets. Their prophesying was accompanied with musical instruments and possibly was brought on and aided by these instruments. So while they come up and they start taking us into a place of meditation and worship, could we just have that heart posture about what's happening here? That the the strong desire for a prophetic word aided by musical instruments could potentially put us in a place where we hear from the Lord in a great, clear, amazing type of way. And so that's just my prayer for all you guys. Lord, uh... Yeah, I just ask that you speak to us. Um, I just ask that people would have uh, a desire to know you, a desire for intimacy, and a desire for your gifts. And uh, we just want to glorify your son. Let our lives be set apart and turn our hearts in repentance. Amen. I hope Holy Spirit spoke to you about something in this message today. If you would like to come to service in person, we meet on Sundays at Palmer's Cafe in Bend, Oregon at 5 p.m. located at 645 Northeast Greenwood Avenue. Or if you have any questions about what you just listened to, please email us at oasis.centraloregon at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.